Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Emma's Happy List. I'm Emma and this week I am joined by my very good friend Tom Quantrill. So without further ado, here we go. Hey, there he is. Oi, oi. It's so nice to see you. For some reason, my headset's not working. I'm going to try and stick this in and out. Mate, you're rocking a proper call center headset. And now I can't hear you. Mm. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, ah. I'm back. There we go. That is a massive jug of water that you drink. <laughs> yeah, what happened to a good old glass? I just thought I should sound like fully pronunciating all yeah. of my words. So you always have a glass of water, don't you? Do I, do I have to get subtitles for this one if I make it into a video? <laughs> you've got You've got a stronger accent than me. I do not. Yes, you do. That is not true. Hi, oh. I mate. Oh no, that was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's not good, mate. That's not. Just How are you doing? Well. I'm very, very good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right as well. Thank you. I'm excited to actually get another recording done. Yeah, I know. I've been uh, sitting listening to them today. I know. Um, really like obviously the the chat you have with Ryan and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I listened to the ones that you had of yourself. So I thought you'll probably most likely expand into doing Zoom calls and stuff and uh, yeah, getting some, some people featured on the podcast because there's only so much talking to yourself that you can do. Well, pretty much. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea to um, get technology involved. So I'm just going to like kick off straight off because it's all about having a chat anyway. And I'm excited to hear what you've been up to. But first of all, did you have a happy list before today? No, I did not. Um, okay. I probably, if you asked us what makes me happy, obviously there's a lot of quantifiable things. And I think the thing I first took from listening to the first couple of episodes were um, you'd probably expect people to say things like, oh, my dog or skiing or hiking or my family. Stop stealing um, my happy list. <laughs> no, I know. But like, I think what I like, quite liked about the two that you both kind of said especially yours I think I had the same kind of reaction as Ryan you're just like uh, floating in water and you're like ah, okay so it's not just like literal objects it's more so anything that makes you happy it can be from like the smell of fresh bread yeah. to a concept or just like you say a simple feeling or as he was saying kind of walking on sand and things so um wait don't tell me yours no 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 I'm not gonna tell you yeah yeah I'm just saying my thought processes when I was thinking of what to to choose yeah um you can kind of maybe go down a route of something that maybe a lot of people relate to or something very niche I have some extremely niche ones but um I thought it would be better maybe to choose something that was a bit more of a a talking point for most people that's something people can relate to uh, and also something that um is definitely relatable between myself and you which and also pg pg things right yeah, 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 it's, it's yeah, PG. Okay. I'm just checking. Yeah. I'm just checking. Yeah. I, I just want to clarify that I have no idea what anyone is going to come on to the podcast and say. So I just want well, to, especially with you, I just wanted to make sure that we're on the same page here. This okay. is a family friendly podcast. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking before I came on, I thought, okay, what, what should I say and what should I not say? Apart from also, the odd thought, swear. <laughs> well, I did think, am I allowed to swear or not? which is quite difficult. They're sentence enhancers. They're sentence enhancers. We're okay. Yeah, I'm not like, I'm not like Tourette's level of swearing, but I kind of use them to emphasize a point. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's okay. 
Okay, yeah. I'll keep it. I'll keep it PG. Maybe okay. tw- maybe twelve A. Twelve A. Okay, so for the sake of everyone who's listening to the podcast, I think we should just tell everyone how we know each other for a start. Because how does one little lady from Swansea meet one little lad from South Shields? Do you want to go ahead and tell everyone? Uh, yes, I think I think what what year was it? Two thousand and fifteen. I'm going to say 2015, yeah. I think yes, so. I think it was my first year on Lake Garda. You were, yeah. So yes. um, essentially it was my first year working in Italy on a summer. Yes. I worked on Lake Garda. Uh, you were working there at the same time, but on a different part of the lake. But I was. We didn't really kind of really meet each Well, we met each other, but we didn't really kind of chat or get on or kind of like really make no, it was a connection like, on the lake. So we had like, what was it? Two airport days. So we had to go to the airport as a company. Um, twice a week and that was probably when I saw you and and it was just like hi are you all right how was your week how are you how's yeah. things going and that was that that was kind of the extent of our friendship I would say at that point would you agree? yeah I think um definitely I think it's one of those for anyone who's done seasons who's listened to this you know that you meet people on seasons who are like really lovely you like get to know them and stuff but you know that maybe at the end of the season you might Never not gonna see them speak again, to them again. <laughs> Like, no disrespect to that person, you just don't have a massive spark, whether it's because you're on different parts of the lake or you don't get to spend a lot of time together or whatever reason it is. Uh, And I always think it's funny at the end of seasons, there's always lots of people who are like, oh yeah, I'll definitely come down to Manchester and see you. Yeah, we'll come up to Scotland. You're like, that's not going to (laughs) happen. There's some people who you know you're going to see again and some people you don't. I do think at the end of that summer, if someone had said, do you think you'll see Emma again? Um, I probably would have said, most likely not. Um, mm-hmm. because we didn't stay in contact. I know, I think, I spoke to you briefly a little bit over Facebook when you went to New Zealand, I think maybe about two years later. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. A little bit. We had a bit of a chat and a catch-up, and I think we had a bit more of a, a click then because we talked a little bit more um, about the kind of vibe you were giving out and stuff and just a little bit more about life rather than just kind of the general, like, hi, how are you doing? How's your yeah. week been? I was going um, through a big old like process of healing, I think, in New Zealand. So a lot of what I was putting out there was sort of on your level anyway. So just for the sake of everyone he- listening, Tom is Mr. Positivity in human form. Am I right? Oh, at sometimes, mate. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah well, it's very, you try it's very and, difficult to stick to that sometimes. Yeah, but you encourage it in others, don't you? Which is important, I feel. So you encourage like people to look at the bright side. You encourage like people to be grateful and make the most of their life and stuff. And it's, it's, I think before sort of I went to New Zealand and a lot of our conversations were like on the superficial level. Whereas, yeah, afterwards things got a bit um, different, like my perspective on life changed. And I feel like you sort of picked up on that vibration, whether you knew that like consciously or not. I feel like um, I think I think similar I think it was January I think it was a member than year now it was January 2018 okay. when we were speaking to each other because I was in um Cormier in Italy and I oh, think right. one of the reasons we kicked a little bit more then like you say the difference between the superficial kind of just general crack on that we had and when we were first met um to that conversation I think we'd both been through something really really difficult just before that yeah. I was going through something really difficult in my life I think you had been obviously um yeah. And I think we both kind of approached the healing process of that in a similar way. And I think yeah. that's why we obviously ended up um, clicking a little bit and obviously 
going along the lines that we are now. So yeah. So really what nice happened? Yeah, exactly. So we so we had like a superficial friendship on the lake. Then we connected slightly on Facebook, and then I bumped into you in London, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, you kind of ambushes in London. When you spoke in London, you just kind of walked up as like we've been friends forever. And it did make well. me at this point when I walked away from speaking to you at the ski uh, the ski show, I was like, oh shit, did did we speak a lot on the lake? Like, were we a lot closer than, <laughs> than I thought? Because like Emma was like really really super friendly and hey, I am super friendly. Was, no, I know you are, but it was just quite <laughs> nice that like it, I feel like the way we'd connected had been over the internet. Yet that didn't diminish from um a physical meeting of actually being able to have a chat and kind of and it was totally I don't know if I you were probably completely overwhelmed but basically when I bumped into Tom he was the one that said oh yeah you should come visit me in Austria not realizing that I'm exactly the type of person to do that (laughs) yeah 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 and I'm exactly the kind of person who offers their bed up without uh thinking Thinking of the consequences (laughs) yeah definitely and then I sort of hired you as my drone slash photographer slash marketing help for the business um but I think that week so I went actually went out to Austria so he didn't expect me to take him up on his offer but I absolutely did because you know when the universe gives you opportunities like that you can't say no to it and I've done it ever since really haven't I (laughs) yeah exactly mate definitely Uh, I think that week um we just had a blast and it was so much it was so funny wasn't it it was just such a fun week so uh that's kind of where we proper we proper solidified the friendship yeah it was an awesome week I really enjoyed it um Um, I think that was probably one of my best winter seasons and the week you got there we covered quite a bit of ground we covered quite a few resorts we did and we just had uh yeah we had a bit of a had a bit of a ball it was good it was really funny we got a bit drunk many a time (laughs) just a little little bit drunk a little bit political Uh, oh yeah yeah. (laughs) but you now you can't get rid of me and now you're featuring on my podcast so yeah very happy to mate very happy to so thank you for I being have, here. Uh, obviously I have come here with a purpose um as you mentioned the first question did I have a happy list prepared before uh no not necessarily I do have things that I gravitate towards that that make me happy and um like I say I was going to think of it maybe a really niche thing um or possibly a concept but then I thought actually something that a lot of people are probably craving at the minute, which I really, really enjoy, which is just a really nice, simple thing. Um, is just a beer, just a, a beer in any form. <laughs> a very, very simple beer. I think it comes in a really nice form of meditation because yes, okay, a beer is an alcoholic beverage, but it's kind of the, the little bit more kind of chilled, versatile version of a coffee. You can take your mate for a pint and you don't have to get kind of drunk. You can just have a nice chill chat kind of shoot the shit about life no problem whatsoever um it can be like a friday night release you could be having a beer on the mountain in the sunshine it could be on holiday it could just be you know celebrate i think it's so versatile to apply to so many happy situations that it has to be up there i was literally just going to say that was like such a versatile thing to do isn't it like just let's just have a beer because it can be anywhere Where's your, like, it, can you think of somewhere right now? So if you could be anywhere, plonked at any time of day, in anywhere of the world, at, like, any season, with, like, a pint in your hand, one, what pint it would it be? And where would you be, do you think? Oh, okay. So there's probably two answers to this question. Because there's the kind of Instagrammy superficial answer that is the good location, good bar, and good beer. However, I think that can all be kind of forgotten about if you've got good company. 
Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. And who's your company other than me, of course? <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. So if I'm going to go down the route, I'll get the Instagram superficial one out the way first. So okay. I think it's going to have to be somewhere in the Dolomites. Yeah. Um, yeah, favorite place in the world. Absolutely stunning. There's so many different bars and mountains, restaurants and stuff. Uh, and a vice beer is probably my go-to choice. Yeah, nice. Quite, and yeah, like a, it's like a meal in a glass. It's so heavy. And I think <laughs> I'd, I'd never really had one until I went on a season there, um, like seven years ago when I got introduced to them yeah. uh, by my uh, New Zealand friend, uh, Jake. And yeah, that's uh, they're a the, vice beer in the Dolomites. The, yeah, they're the wheat-based beer, aren't they? The wheat, yeah, it's like a, a celiac's nightmare. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh it is very nice so if you go to go to the dolomites have a, a wheat beer maybe in uh the tony de Metz hut mm. up on the mountains very nice in, in val Gardena. but the reason i mentioned the beer is because i have obviously had the the uh pleasure of sharing quite a few beers with you which has been very nice yes uh, we have one of a few that came to mind was uh one of my favorite beers is like a a three four o'clock afternoon beer when the sun's Oof. still out mm. and especially in a ski resort we went to the um the pole down in Alpac last year when we're sitting outside. Yes, I remember. When the sun's shining on you, you can have like even just half a beer and your yeah. skin just feels so lovely. Tingly. Spring. Oh, <laughs> do mate, you know what? I usually get a half pint because I like... I know you do. I know it's a disgrace on this. I know it's a disgrace, but it's actually That's there's logic to you're it. you're a half pint person. Shut up. <laughs> I I knew I couldn't go like an hour without a short joke with you. It's crazy. But it's because it stays cold. So when I have like a pint, I, I obviously don't drink a pint quick enough for it to stay cold. And I hate like that last bit where it's like lukewarm beer. And I hate drinking lukewarm beer. I hate it. I would much yeah. rather have like a half pint of like really fresh beer, like all away and buy like two of them than, you know. And also I can't keep up with your pints anyway. So it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, mate. I, I completely agree with you. And there is logic in it because sometimes you're working your way through that last little bit of pint and it's flat or warm. Yeah. Whereas it's sad to admit when you see the Americans drinking the little beers, it's, it, <laughs> oh, it just looks so bad, but it, it makes a lot more sense. It I know does what you mean. make sense. And my other question was, so you said the Dolomites, but you didn't say um, what season. Is it going to be summer? Because you've been summer Ooh. and winter there, haven't you? Yeah, so I am I am a big winter fanatic and I do like my skiing. Um, I think my winter season, I do prefer winter season in general, mm. but probably the best season I've had across the 11 or 12 I've done has been um, in the Dolomites in the summer. Yeah. In 2017, it was really, really nice. It's just really beautiful temperature. It's quite quiet. Loads of rock climbing, loads of via ferrata, hiking, mountain biking, yeah. walking. It's just really nice. So I think, yeah. That was probably my best season. I was in really good shape. Um, yeah. <laughs> I felt good. Hiking everywhere. Nice, yeah, I mean, I had a nice little, I had a nice little jolly up there. It was a really nice little summer <laughs> season in Selva. I would go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah, it is beautiful. The Dolomites is like one of my favourite places. But I think like a lot of people think about Italy and they think about like the Amalfi Coast and Rome and places like that. But the mountain regions are like incredible out of this world also the air is so fresh there like yeah you, it's still warm and it's still hot and it still feels like summer but the air is just like so fresh isn't it it's like the most pure oxygen you can like imagine oh mate it's sorry um, we're, like i'm say... putting it in your head now <laughs> so we're in we're in lockdown right now and we're thinking about these things <laughs> five weeks into being in the house and you're talking about fresh air in the mountains that's just 
Yeah, it's torture. It's, it's not, I'm sorry, I do apologize. But we've, you know, we have to talk about these things because they're the things that, like you say, they do bring us joy. Yeah, so, no, I know. And it's like I say, I think sitting, reading through, uh, reading through, listening through um, the last couple of episodes, actually, I think it's quite an important time to have something like this. Um, and that's what, going back to the episode you were, where you were chatting about floating in water. Yeah. Um, I really like that because that's really related. But before you even said Lake Garda, and you're talking about floating in water. I thought about when I have done that myself. Yeah. Um, so nice. It's lying on that lake, especially at night time, <laughs> and you're looking up, clear sky. You're looking at the stars. It's just it it blows your yeah. socks off. It is beautiful. It's really I mean, nice. I really love floating in the sea as well. But I think like there's something about like a really still lake that just gives yeah. you like such a peaceful like like what's the, like being present. It's really difficult, I think, in like nowadays to be present. And it just gives you like such an easy route to just be fully like present, like enjoy what's going on around you, like enjoy the feeling of your own skin type of thing. So, and obviously you feel weightless, so it gets rid of like any aches and pains. Have you ever um, looked into the, um, I forget the name of the call now, those like uh, pods you can go in, which are like oh, that. Oh yeah, the, um, yeah, they're like flotation pods. Yeah, flotation. you can do like an hour in them and you're supposed to kind of um, have like really, really kind of vivid um dreams are there or kind of have a bit of clarity so i can completely understand why you see that as a a form of meditation it's it's so nice on the lake that Um, was actually on my to-do list before we went into lockdown i literally had i priced it all up and everything because there is one nearby and i was like i'm going to do that i'm going to do it but um i'll have to wait for obviously current times to pass before i do that but i I still try and float in the bath (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like tuck my little legs up (laughs) Nice you can just like imagine a, it, can't you? <laughs> it's like a Poundland isolation pod. Can... Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And then, so that was your, um, that was like your Instagrammy one, like your Instagrammy. And what about your genuine, authentic location, where it doesn't matter if you document it or not? Um. Oh, we should probably mention that, like, why why Instagram and like aesthetic and everything is important to you, though, because obviously you're like an avid photographer and you do it freelance and t- like tell me about that a bit more I know but for everyone else's uh, sake yeah so before I come to like the genuine one like I'd, I'd like to say that as a disclaimer like I do maybe have an actual soul and I enjoy a pint without taking a picture of it <laughs> like I can't actually there is times I have actually been for the end not taking a picture before I don't but believe no. you, but <laughs> uh yeah so I, I do think that's actually quite an important part because I do think especially with like marketing and social media and stuff there yeah. is times the best beers i've had have been in possibly the least picturesque locations um but once again it's the company so finding that really great bar or restaurant with that really great view to take that picture of that beer for like kind of promotion or like whatever it is um yeah. social media and stuff um it's good but often enough you will find that those bars and restaurants especially now are popping up with this in mind yeah. and they don't have a great deal of soul and I think going back to the Dolomites, there's a lot of bars and restaurants that I've been in where there's maybe this one that's been handed down generation to generation to generation. And it's some old little ramshackled hut on the mountain where the grandma's making grappa out of a bath in the back. Oh my and it's gosh. just grappa. really, really, really lovely and authentic. But maybe they don't have the really kind of Instagrammable picture perfect balcony with the influencer shot. Yeah. And I think it's quite important to see that, um, the difference between the two. So quite a genuine nice beer that I like going for um is my dad's local in South Shields okay um it's like a 
like a real ale house uh, down on the river, uh, down on the Tyne, next to the ferry port. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Alum Ale House. Um, really, really, really nice little place. Uh, the guy who owns it, absolutely hilarious. And it's quite like a little local place where like on a Sunday, they still like put some pork pies and chips and that on the, on the, t- on the bar and that. And it's yeah. got like loads of different real ales and stuff and stuff from the local area. And you get all your locals in there and it's just got quite a nice atmosphere. It's really, really nice inside, but it's just a proper like old man pub. And because okay. I'm not often home, um, when I do get to go for there, I don't have a pint with my dad. It's quite a, quite a nice thing just to sit in there and just kind of shoot the shit with my dad and have a bit of a chat. Yeah. So yeah, your dad, I was going to ask like, who is your company in that um, pub? But obviously your dad is your company in that instance. Yeah, definitely man. Yeah. I don't really drink that much with my parents. <laughs> yeah is that for any particular reason it's just uh it's just i feel i don't know i don't enjoy it <laughs> i feel like i'm well, being like drinking in their company i i mean i love my parents and we like in general like we are very close and supportive but as a rule i tend not to drink at the same time as they drink <laughs> because... yeah but you're not as much into drinking it's i don't think it's as much as part of your you're not as big of a drinker as me when we've been out and stuff. And I no, think it's I'm not, not as kind of, no. Which is actually probably everyone who knew me at university would be like, what, Emma doesn't drink as much? Because at university I was like <laughs> pretty into it. <laughs> um, because, so my writing, I don't know if, you, do you even know what I studied in uni? Have I told you this before? You, you will have, I should know because I'm your friend, but I don't think. <laughs> so I, don't I actually studied English and creative writing in uni, right? I, yeah, I think I did know that. And my best writing came from when I was a little bit half cut, 100%. Obviously, you'd have to go over it in the morning and get rid of all the typos. <laughs> but the most like flamboyant descriptions, or not flamboyant, but maybe the, the better descriptions and that sort of thing. The creativity definitely flows a bit more when you're, when you're half cut. So, yeah. yeah. I can recommend if you're thinking about a writing task I can definitely recommend that yeah fair play miss fair play do yeah. you get uh do you have a few bevies before you do anything on the website or write a blog post or anything now or no not anymore not <laughs> anymore <laughs> I am like actually terrible because I am your classic um binge drinker now I I looked at the definition of like binge drinking not so long ago and I was like oh my god that's me so like I won't drink for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and then like when I drink yeah. I really drink like, you know, spirits and like mixing and all sorts. And then I'm in a hell of a mess, like not long afterwards. But I was like, I was reading up on it. And that is classic binge drinking, which is like the worst type of drinking you can do for yourself. You're better off having a glass of wine a day. So, but anyway, I don't, I I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever change in that way. (laughs) If you, if you frown on me for having a rum for breakfast, but it's that the health. (laughs) That's the healthier option. Oh, that's the health benefit, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're just you. you're just keeping your body on a constant state of warning, rather yeah. than it just relaxing <laughs> for a couple of weeks. And I then love, it, it... <laughs> I love how honest you were just then. You didn't even try and say rum and coke because whenever I've seen you pour a rum <laughs> and coke, it is literally like ninety five percent rum, five percent coke. You just do the coke for like the color, do you? <laughs> yeah, so it looks nicer for your picture. <laughs> so like, oh, just there the we go. In the, the Instagram picture yeah yeah that's exactly what it is for the ground (laughs) I'm trying to think actually so like on your point I'm trying to think of where I would like a pint right now I'm thinking yeah so what's your do do your both yours your kind of instagrammy superficial 
shot that you've done and all somewhere you've been for a pint that you're like that's something off the list that I say I've done but yeah okay and then also you kind of you go to yeah it's quite it's quite a difficult one because I have actually like had pints in a really lovely places all over the world like really beautiful aesthetically pleasing places um but I'm going to keep it close to home because we actually have some really nice like beaches down our way so down the Gower I've spoken about the Gower before but it is a big part of like life down here and um yeah down the mumbles have you heard of the mumbles it's quite like well known I think no you did mention it now I know it in the the past couple of episodes you've been on like the the wheels promotion tourism board I have um I think Ryan mentioned some wavens I can't remember the name of it some cove or some bay um oh yeah what was he talking about oh three cliffs Three cliffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three so, cliffs is pretty beautiful. I've actually got some just, pictures behind me. I don't know if you can see. Those are like down the Gower as well, like in my bedroom. Okay. Is that the so, three cliffs? Um, that's not. That's actually Llangeneth. And, oh, actually, that is that other one is where I was thinking. So I don't know if that's a coincidence, but that that second picture there, um, that's where I was thinking. So there's a place called Bracelet Bay, and there's some a lovely little restaurant down there. Um, and I would think that that would be my Instagram shot um, for that one. And then for my just, for my doesn't matter where I am type of thing, I would actually go back to, so when I, when I was living in New Zealand, I worked at a craft beer bar. Um, it was called the Fork and Tap. Shout out to the Fork and Tap guys, Mint. if any of you are listening. Good name, good name. Yeah, the Fork and Tap, it was really cool. Um, it was a really, really great place actually because I met like a load of um really lovely people all around my age all traveling like doing lots of interesting things and we all ended up having like a really great friendship group but one of the best things about working at a craft beer bar is obviously getting to taste all the craft beers so I suppose it was quite picturesque because it was like so it was in Arrowtown a place in Arrowtown which is just outside of Queenstown and it's in like this um like valley so you do have all the mountains and stuff around you but it's just like not like it's it's in the middle of the town though so there wouldn't have been any sort of money shot if you get me otherwise I probably would have chosen that but um amazing like um they had a massive like garden so you could do like loads of outdoor drinking I love day drinking like day drinking is one of my favorite things as well (laughs) it's better than night drinking yeah I agree yeah drink at seven eight o'clock I think we're showing our age like let's not talk about that (laughs) but they used to have like Sunday sessions as well so they'd have like a band on every Sunday and that sort of thing and obviously you get like the most crazy beers I remember like I couldn't remember like I can remember what it tastes like but I couldn't remember if I like liked it or disliked it which is probably why it's mixed up in my head but there was like a chocolate and raspberry beer yeah okay and I was just a bit like do I like this don't I like this like don't know it was a bit random but anyway we got to taste loads and loads of um craft beers out there and they were all like local um so that was really nice beer like craft beer out there is a big thing what's it called the falcon fork and tap fork and tap okay that's <laughs> it's a good name yeah it's, it's a good, good name. name so that's your that's going to be your first um item on your happy list beer yeah well just having a pint the concept of having a pint more so than the idea of like a specific beer itself it's the almost ritual do you want to go for a beer and have a pint with someone yeah so if you were having like if you were having like a pretty rough day or you weren't feeling so great or whatever you could open up your list and you'd be like actually I can have a pint right now that would probably make me feel better is that what you're saying 
Uh, yeah, however, I will say, don't always go to having a pint to make yourself feel better. <laughs> if every day you're looking on that list and seeing pint and having one, uh, maybe address why you're having a pint every day. But yeah. no, the ritual of having a pint with someone, I think lots of, I think really great ideas, uh, really great friendships and lots of things have been bonded and and created over a pint. I think yeah. it's quite a, an important thing, that knowledge, especially now when everybody would do anything that could be in the bar yeah. or the pub in the local booze are having a pint with their best mate. So I'm actually going to um, do a little plug here for Ryan as well. So you listened to the first podcast who featured Ryan and yep. his um, like business is actually called Ideas and Beers. And obviously the idea came from oh, having a pint of beer. Yeah. So yeah, it's a little community down here um, where literally we've got like a, um, a bunch of people that get together um and it's like a safe space to discuss ideas like have a pint if you want to obviously it's not um necess- like you don't have to you're not obliged but um mostly like we hold each other accountable like lots of business owners come as well where they like or even if they want to start a business and they like bounce off everyone like projects that sort of thing so it's really nice and that was started over having a pint so ah, you yeah. did tell us about this in the winter when we're in austria you're telling oh, yeah. me about it he'll be really i didn't pleased. know that was ryan's ah. yeah hey Ryan okay. if you're listening yeah if Ryan <laughs> Ryan if you listen she is going around the whole of Europe promoting promoting know, your ideas so I know we've got a whatsapp group as well so I'll post it in the group now everybody has to listen to this because they're being featured so <laughs> moving on then so as is tradition I usually share um, an item from my happy list and the past couple of episodes I've thought in advance about what I wanted to share but today I've actually got it in front of me so this is my little gratitude book that I've got my happy list in the middle sneak yep um and today I was like do you know what I'm just gonna see where this I'm just gonna see what what I feel like because I didn't know what you were gonna talk about (laughs) so the one I've chosen to discuss or to share is because again as you were talking now saying oh it's relevant to us too is planning travels oh yeah that is good so I get really excited when I'm just like looking at flights, looking at destinations, looking at like things to do or places to go. And I think like one of my big secrets of life, um, I think like there's a key to happiness. And one of the keys is having something to look forward to. And like, that's obviously not always necessarily traveling or like going away or anything that can just be anything to look forward to. But for me personally, like, go into new places and seeing new things and meeting new people and doing new things like that always brings me so much joy so like I feel like the planning of it and the anticipation of it like feeds into that for me yeah 100% it's part of the for instance I know you don't say it's not just traveling it could be anything like booking (coughs) pardon me um, a day away or just um, maybe something that's coming out like an album or some music or a film that you're looking forward to or a date that yep. you've got set in your diary or something like that um, yeah I think that's when the experience starts the minute you book that thing in um, say for instance you book a holiday it's an easy one to choose in three months over those three months you get unlimited like daydreaming yes. of just Sitting yeah. in the house just thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be going on this holiday. You can go on the website now with the amount of like material you can research. Like I'm on Google Street View, looking at where I'm going to be staying, like oh getting as God. much information as I yes. can because that's all part of the price and what you paid and part of the experience. And I know what you mean. It's like, yeah, it's like banking in like three months of happiness. 
yeah it is I I, yeah. I genuinely feel like when I've got nothing to look for like sometimes I go through these like motions and I'm like oh what is wrong with me why can't I just like get myself out of this like feeling and then I realize it's because I've got nothing to look forward to that is like yeah. I feel like that is honestly like a key to being happy and like I said like my my things to look forward to generally revolve around trips and go in places that's not to say that's everyone's but I'm not gonna I'm I don't mean to rub salt in the wound but I am gonna ask you and I'm really sorry but obviously this summer you had some big plans yeah um, they're on hold for now but why don't you share where you were planning on going and some of the things that you were planning on doing if um so I was going to continue obviously um working abroad um a couple of things really I don't even know if I've mentioned this to you this, this is this is the most first world problem ever. So like, I really need to not be taken out of context here and think that okay. I'm whinging on about these very nice things in my life that have been cancelled. Like, I'm very comfortable in the situation I'm in. So, um, but, yeah, I was meant But to we going. should mention, I just want to say, though, you have worked, like, like you said, how many seasons? Like 11-odd seasons or something. You have yeah. worked, like, basically your whole adulthood to get to a point where you have been able to um sort of work off freelance wherever you want to so that it's not like a first world problem because like you you've worked for that you've put in yeah, yeah, yeah. put in the time so the fact that you had all these things to look forward to it is gutting like obviously it's on hold for now but you you you're not like spoiled you have worked for it that's i just want yeah. to get that out there that's nice that makes us feel a little bit better <laughs> you are thank you uh yeah no so um obviously working in the travel industry um again it's quite obviously a luxurious uh industry to work in but nonetheless i think it's quite an important one for yourself as you mentioned people booking holidays um it's a form of getaway it's one of the big driving parts of the job that i enjoyed was the fact that you might be in a job you don't enjoy but you've saved up money and you've booked this holiday six months in advance and for six months, you're feeling really, really good and excited for this thing. And to be able to travel and go abroad and uh, spend your money on kind of broadening your horizons is really, really lovely. Yeah. Uh, and the fact, obviously, everyone's had that impacted this summer um, is, is a big headache for people not only going on holiday, but people working in the travel industry. Yeah. Um, I was meant to be, well, I don't think like Corona would have cancelled this before the lack of snow this winter would have cancelled it. But I was supposed to be skiing in Italy this week, which would have been uh, would have been quite nice. So that's obviously been knocked on the head where were you um, going out of curiosity this is for me only obviously oh don't ask us the name mate uh it's not one that i i've, I've never i've skied quite a few places in it and i've never skied it before um where is it? The, it's near livigno oh, i was supposed to go to livigno for easter so montpellier Mon- Mon- oh okay well, that's ringing bells for me that might be a place don't quote us on that that's so bad well, the trip's cancelled, so I don't actually really need to know where it is. But I was really looking forward to it, as you can see, from knowing the name of it. We're meant to be going there with a load of the um, the dope and the ride store team. So um, that end of season party got cancelled, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, next month, I was supposed to be going to Sweden for work for a week, which has obviously been cancelled. Uh, and then also going to Spain um, with my friend Holly, staying in a lovely villa for a week, which is, again, cancelled. And then obviously, as you say, the the kind of, um, bit of sweetness of of finding some extra work that you've got that's remote. Yeah. All of a sudden you're working from home, and so <laughs> it's a it's a nice thing that you can work from home. But yeah. you finally get a job where you can work remotely, and you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to travel here, and I'll do a month here, and I'll I'll kind of bounce around Europe, and I can work from wherever I want. To oh yeah, you've got to stay at home. <laughs> like your bedroom. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a bit of a kick in the nuts. So yeah. I'm hoping 
the end of the summer, there's maybe like um, a little bit of a window to, to even maybe get away, like, I don't know, maybe October, November. I haven't got a clue. I don't want to speculate yeah. on it now, but um, yeah, just a difficult time for everybody in the travel industry. Anyone who I've worked like colleagues, past colleagues and, and current colleagues and stuff, it does it does really suck. So I know yeah. planning a holiday and traveling and stuff like that is really kind of, um, it's a big factor to a lot of people. I know it can vary from a weekend away to mm-hmm. a week in Spain to two weeks in Mexico to six months yeah. backpacking and it has obviously had a big impact on yeah do you know what though on. this too shall pass was it Gandalf yeah, who said no, that this too yeah. shall pass yeah everything passes mate was it Gandalf the grey or Gandalf the white I'm not sure one of them uh, was it, <laughs> I don't know I'm assuming it was the, the pass. I'm not sure Okay. I know it was Gandalf the Grey that said, you shall not pass. Oh, yeah, it was. Maybe I'm getting confused. <laughs> this too shall pass. Maybe it's not Gandalf. We need to find his coat enough because okay. it's probably some kind of really, like, intellectual and we're like... I know. So I'll get some horrible quotes later. Like, uh, some horrible comments later. Like, what? You don't know your stuff. But my question was going to be, so, like, if um, in, for example, three weeks that everything goes back to normal-ish, where we are allowed to travel and freely and whatever or give like the first instance where we can go out about again what's number one on your hit list where are you planning oh okay that's a good one so whenever we can travel where would i go okay well actually i'll answer it in like kind of a non-realistic way because i'll most likely be going back to austria is the first okay. place that i'll be going back to yeah. um just for kind of personal reasons and stuff um but if i could go anywhere I don't know. I really kind of want to go back to Portugal. Ooh, I've just, nice. I, I've been to Portugal before and I went to Madeira a few years ago, which was, was not really the same, but I've heard really good things about kind of um, the kind of surf and yoga scene there. And although I can't surf, surf or, or do, do yoga, yoga. <laughs> I thought you I could can try. <laughs> yeah, I thought I could go and ch- I can be like steezy enough to like walk you can, around in my flip flops and that and be like, yo, man. You can take your Instagram pics. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I can be Instagram. Your aesthetic to... beer pics. Yeah, okay. I could be there in uh, in body, but maybe not in soul. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I've heard lots of good things. I've got a lot of friends who've been to Portugal um, on these kind of retreats and stuff. And my um, brother in law, Mark, has um, has been away and he just absolutely loved it. So. Uh, yeah. I think Portugal, yeah, somewhere, somewhere a bit warm. I think after the winter, a bit warm, yeah. Bit of Although we've had some lovely weather over here at the moment, can't complain. It is very, very nice at the minute. Yeah, you're going to think I'm really boring with mine. I don't think I'm boring, but you're going to think I'm boring because I would stay in Wales, but I would go up to North Wales in my van. Like I am dying to go out on my van, honestly. Um, and I would go to the, have you seen the caves, underground caves with all like the trampoline? Yeah, bounce below. Yeah, I would go, yeah. like, that is on my list. Like, I have to go there. It's, I've been thinking about it since, like, forever, since I saw the article, like, on it years ago. And I was like, right, I'm taking my van up there. I'm having, like, a good old jolly up there. Going to climb Snowdonia and do, like, whitewater oh, rafting mate. and everything. Can I, I come and do that? Can I was, gonna, I was literally just going to say, you want to come, don't you? I come to yeah. Bounce Below, my mate's been and she absolutely loved it. So yeah. um, I did plan on coming down to Wales this summer as well because I want to... You did. Um, I forgot about that. Yes, you did. The combination of, of that remote job and, and having a friend with a van <laughs> was, very, uh, was very appealing to me. So I thought I might just come and gate crash your van the way gate that you gate crash my house. Well, yeah, you know, now that you, you opened those doors. So, I mean, it, it's just for life now, isn't it? Wherever you go, I will show up and likewise for you. 
Lovely, mate. That sounds like a, <laughs> it sounds like a, a win and a loss at the same time. <laughs> a blessing yeah. and a curse. I... But no, if you get the van up and running, mate, that's going to be really, really lovely. And yeah. obviously you can, um, you can travel around and, and interview people with about their happy lists from the oh, from your van. That's such a nice idea. That is a really that's nice idea. I tell you what else is up studio. there. Yes, um, there's also the zip wire. I think it's like a really long zip wire, mm. longest in somewhere, maybe. Over the quarry. Yes, I think so. So that's something to do as well. But generally, I think like North Wales is literally one of the most beautiful places anyway. So um, obviously, full of mountains and lakes and what we what we like. Is uh, the is the Welsh Tourism Board funding this podcast? Uh, every episode I'm sorry, like... I'm Welsh. Okay, I, it's my point of reference right now. That's all I've got going for me. <laughs> if I could have a beer anywhere in the world, it'd be it Wales. would be Wales. <laughs> if I could travel anywhere in the world, it would, it would be, be Wales. Wales. I think. And it's also, just... <laughs> uh, you know the Dolomites, Tom. Um, also, remember Wales. <laughs> so, if anyone does remember. Um, Emma is Welsh. Um, yes, I am. But what actually, so that would be my realistic one because you give a realistic one and you give a non-realistic one, didn't you? Yeah. You give, so your realistic one was Austria and my realistic one was Wales. But my non-realistic one, I think, would be like um, somewhere in Southeast Asia, like Vietnam mm. or, yeah, uh, like, yeah, somewhere down there, I think. Because I've not really done Asia at all. And obviously that is like a big deal for people um, in general when they go traveling. So, and everyone raves about it and it's just something I need to do. So I'd probably, that's my unrealistic one. Fair enough. We'll make it a realistic one. We'll make it realistic after, after I've been in caves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Work, caves work your way up. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that kind of, concludes another episode we've like chatted for a really uh, for a while as per usual imagine if we be- did have like a beer like we'd be here for hours mate how long have we been chatting for i knew i would chew your ears off because when we start talking when we <laughs> start talking whenever whenever that's start talking. so true that's so true um i don't know like 40 minutes maybe maybe longer yeah. very nice but yeah it's a nice um but this is kind of the point where i let you promote yourself <laughs> Um, so you can share your oh. handles and let everyone see your beautiful pictures. So go for oh, it. Mate. I don't like the whole plugging myself, but yeah, just just me, just just me, Tom Quantrill in life. <laughs> just search for me and wherever you go in bars, restaurants, public spaces, <laughs> Google, maybe give it a Google, Instagram, just search for me and see what happens. Yes, definitely. Tom Quantrill for everyone that doesn't speak South Shields. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And you'll probably spell the name in the in the title of the. I will. The I'll put your yeah. name in there. And then yeah. for everyone else, so um, the hashtag for this is actually share your happy list. So if you want to do yeah. that, you can take that on board, Tom. But for everyone else as well, so let me see if you are engaging, starting your happy lists. Like I feel like now is a time where we need sort of to remind ourselves about what makes us happy and maybe little things that we can do to take care of ourselves. So we might not be able to float in water, but we might be able to have a pint with our dads, for example. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah, so um, share your happy list. And then my handle is at EXLP on Instagram. Um, But obviously anyone can just drop me a message whenever I post these on all of the social channels. And that concludes. Lovely mate. Very, very nice chatting to you. Yeah, it's I, um, been such a pleasure. Gonna go make some tea and uh 
I'm actually going to get some exercise because I've literally done 1,257 steps today, which is... <laughs> That's shocking, that means. That's I, I, I am working from home, I should, I should clarify. So I do have to sit at my desk for a while. But yes, I'm going to go make up my steps now. <laughs> yeah, mate. 10K, 10K by the end of the day. 10K by the end of the day. Yeah, that's the goal. That is the goal. That's doable. Doable, mate. Yes. Anyone enjoy your steps? Enjoy your steps. Thank you. Have enjoy your tea. For, like, that's dinner for everyone that doesn't speak to our shields. <laughs> See you soon. Have a good one. Ciao, ciao. We'll, we'll speak soon. Ciao, ciao. Love you. Bye.